Towards the far post, Riften, Anton! Payne, Barisha, Diamante! Durante with a free header! And the honour of Western United's first A-League goal goes to a familiar face, Bessart, Barisha! It's Connor Payne on the left. Alessandro Diamante, the ball on a string and... Oh, Diamante! Welcome back to All Out West, your weekly dose of all things Western United. This week you're joined by Scott, Kelsey, Wallace and the rest of our team I think are still in bed. I think they got too much bans from the Melbourne victory game. Oh, it's still, so like, Scott it's only weeks. received a one match, he had two yellows, so just a nice simple one match ban yeah, for Scott. Yeah, it's pretty easy. What do you think, Scotty? Yeah, I think I was pretty tame that game. <laughs> <laughs> I think. <laughs> in another big week of the A-League, City levelled victory in a demolition derby. Wellington command the pitch with a big win over Glory. Adelaide like sneak past the Jets. Brisbane and Sydney draw. And West United have two shots on the Nads, but no win over the Wanderers. No, but the Nads are wondering now. <laughs> wondering what happened. They were good shots. Oh, give that was a highlight of the game for me, to be honest. Like the best bit we could talk about. Good, we- good to know we at least scored twice. Yeah. Oh, and that throat shot. Oh. Vicious. Oh, that was brutal. I forgot to put that on the thing. I for- Man, was it Backers? He went down pretty hard. Yeah, it was hard. Backers. Good on Dimmer straight away for putting the hand up, but oh, that was a shot. A shot on target, though. <laughs> I, I must have missed that one. Yeah, he got him right in the esophagus. Yeah. He went down. He's like, yeah. yeah. You just see him slowly go down and Dimmer straight away puts his hand up and the ref's like, <laughs> Maybe yeah. a bit harder next time we could have had Bit of game, yeah, it's pretty solid. Remember, and also the, the right corner um, flag dude getting hit in the face. Yes. Oh yeah, I saw that, that one. That yeah. was ten out. There's actually a lot of good ball ball moments. Actually, yeah, it was one of those ones of pinpoint accuracy, but not where it counted. <laughs> Couldn't get a goal, but uh, yeah. Well, we thought we got one. Yeah, like, <laughs> we'll get premature there. <laughs> Do you guys want to? We're not doing uh, beer of the week. I am because it's a lovely Labor Day Monday afternoon in Victoria. I've got my. Uh, Twining's English breakfast tea on a bit of a cold day. We got a nice rivet. I also have a Twining's English breakfast tea today. Oh, we're we're, we're trying hard, guys. It's a it's been it's been a big weekend. Do you want to get into the old news? Yeah. So there's not a lot of news this week because it's such a short turnaround from the last game. But on Sunday, seventh of March, the West United Under Twenty Ones and Senior NPL played friendlies against Melbourne Victory. The Under Twenty Ones lost five uh, one, so almost as bad as the Victory Senior side lost by. But did we did they cross the line? Who knows? <laughs> and then the seniors drew two two, so a decent result there. Yeah, I think it's good. It's uh, I'm I'm really happy to start seeing this go like happening with the NPL teams, especially once the season commences, which I think is pretty soon. Yeah. So these are only practice matches, are they? Yeah, they're oh, okay. It's just getting some game time into them all before the real competition oh, yes, starts. Yeah. Good thing. That's why I mean, you don't take losses or wins in any no. preseason thing too seriously. It's about tinkering. It's about exploring. Getting everyone to like get, get the kind of rhythm together. It's like you're jamming out at like a familiar song, like the White Stripes. Um, you know what I mean? Like just yeah. an easy little, like you know, a little little chill, little Smoke easy on song. the water. Yeah, you know those like couple chords. You know, yeah. jam along easy. Yeah. Uh, and then um, just other other news. So there's no obviously no player updates at the moment. And then with injuries, uh, Risden's still out. I think we're looking at the four to six week mark still. For the TV, yeah. Yep. Uh, Seb Pasquale with his hips, same timeline. Hips can be a bit fun. And obviously Hammer and, Hamill and Dura have recovered as they were obviously on the extended lineup. In I, fact, I heard, uh, Dura started, so. Yeah, and I, I think oh, and Hamill, scored. Hamill scored, yeah. Hamill scored. I'd just like to take a moment to talk about A-League Live. It's really good. We use it for all our stats and everything, so check it out. Fixed up the, the roster too, I've noticed. They've, they've got all, all their... 
The fixture. The fixture probably. Yeah. Because with all the postpones, it was a bit of a mess. But it's uh, been all updated now, although they haven't got all the postponed matches up there yet, which is a bit hard to do. Because they haven't announced it. Yeah. <laughs> like they've been really good at staying on top of it all, given how confusing it is yeah. this season. Because we've got a lot of TBC games, a couple that will probably take place in a I don't think there's state. too many left. We were looking at it last eight, night. Eight? I got TBC games. Yeah, there's still a fair few TBC games yeah. though, overall. Like that's. A I don't know how many homes. I was season. looking at it before. We got City at home at one game. because That was supposed to be our last game of the season, I think. Ballarat. The original fixture. Pending what's happening now. Because, you know, it's like everything's yeah. out the window now. They'd probably try to shift that to Amy if they could just for the attendance. City group. A lot of the City fans uh, want it at Ballarat, surprisingly. Really? They they want to stand and chant. They want to have a good time. Oh, They're sick of all these restrictions that Amy Park's throwing out there. As good as Ballarat is, and there's no restrictions at all over there, it's such a such a shit drive. <laughs> well, for me, at that time of year, it won't be because I'll have moved to my new area, and it's only a short trip up the uh, Western it's Highway. It's still a fair bit, but isn't it? No, but it cuts you out the 20 minutes, so yeah, living yeah. in the tiny area, trying to get to the Western Highway. Like, I'm literally like a minute from the Western yeah, Highway. Yeah, you'll be like that first pee break. Now, around the grounds, just on a, um, a bit of a note now, and this, this happened early today, and I thought I'd bring it up because it's... Bit of a big news. OSM, uh, the supporter group for Melbourne Victory, they went to Melbourne Victory's training today and had a line saying the line has been crossed and lit off a couple of flares just to signify that the fans are upset. <laughs> Which, uh, not only that, I, I read a bit more into it, not 100% is correct, but only half the team went out. Oh, really? Yep. The youth, a lot of the youth players, Broxham and all that, they said shut the doors. Wow. A lot of them stayed in the gym. That not not the full team went out there. It is that bad. That's sad. Like, and oh. I'm not condoning like anything. I'm just saying no. for a supporter group to have to be like, shit, this is unacceptable. When it's one thing to lose, like we lost this week, yeah. But I, I could go, hey, we weren't that bad. I have to think of it in the greater context too for both Victory and us, and I think it was reflected in points. Both teams were flat from the week before because it was such a big game. Mm. Like, in honesty, in terms of the 90 minutes played on the pitch. It was a huge game winning in the last minute. Like it's deflating for like energy sapping for both sides. I, I think there was a bit of that fatigue factor going into it for both sides. And I think it was I think victory just need a full clean sweep, clean out the whole, you know, from top to bottom. Not just players, I mean coaching staff, I mean management, everything. They need to they meant they need a whole new change. But look at like look at the changes that the city have done since Warren Joyce. Mm. You know what I mean? Like they've turned around there. A very competitive side. Their youth but it comes down to the management and the recruiting and all that. And a, that's that's what they're not doing. Here's a big thing though. City invested in their youth. They built a, a youth development facility. A number of their youth players are doing really well. Metcalf. I don't think um, I don't think Victor can afford to do that, can they? City's well, got the City's got the bloody money. Their players are predominantly within the cap. They've got a lot of youth players who come mm. through their development system. We're building a youth team. On a fraction of the budget they are. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, I think those are some of the things, other than good coaching staff, good, like, good facilities, they've also done a really good job of getting their team up to a very competitive stance, mm. which is good for football in general, having that the, the bar set that high. Taking it from a neutral perspective yeah. here, I... Look, and... Well, they did, they did, they did on what, they did attempt to have that youth development area because but that was great park but they were knocked back but that so. wouldn't have made a real big difference for 10 years like how many yeah, of those um, well, they would have got something going at least it, there was there would have been signs of a future mm. but yeah. being knocked back there it, it'll take them a few years to get anywhere close to that again yeah but the whole thing is a youth side isn't about 
the short term, it's about the long term. Yeah. And it's also better for the development of the Australian game. Mm. Um, you know, you're right, Victory do need a bit of a clean I don't think they need a complete reset of absolutely everything, but they like they've got some It's getting worse there. by the day. I think Crow I, I'm a fan of Crocom the keeper. He he yeah. had a, he turned it on against us even though he had a, yeah. a shock and weak, but that you was know, defense. For as long as they have just said he's still a quality player. Broxham's still a quality player. Well, he's, he's, he's getting he, aging. He's getting gonna get old yellowed. You know what I mean? Out the back but with the There shoddy. is one positive out of all this is West United are open to take any 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 football fan that wants to come over. It's not too late, Victory. Jump on board. Come to a real team. Come to a team with a future. Not not the third biggest team in Melbourne like you guys will continue to be soon. Hopefully there is turnaround because it's just going to be lost viewers to the league and lost attendances. Um, going back to them, I think Melbourne City literally ripped a torch out of the biggest club in Melbourne from their cold, dead hands on the weekend. Yeah. Like, they didn't just, you know, it wasn't a slow transition. They ruthlessly just took it and are now running with it. And fair credit to them, like, you know, we were saying earlier, they're finally starting to get an identity. And I think that's also what's disappointing the Victory fans is you see that City is starting to develop an identity on the field and Victory have lost all identity on the field. It's It's... It's interesting, isn't it? You know, it's, it's like us. We're getting known for that exciting brand of football. Like all the commentators can talk about with Western United games, you're getting goals. Like but then we have shit games. But there's always that downside. We were, we were very hurt by our, the people we couldn't play this week. Like a big, a big thing that I was so glad it didn't happen when D went into the box and did a little spin and had a shot on goal. Yeah. That was freaking magical if it had gone in. Yes. And you, so you, can't, like, you won't get every chance you take. But you've we'll got to have to go. Yeah, we'll get into it in a minute. We get, we get sidetracked. Another around the grounds. So, uh, Sports Flick and Stan Sports are both uh, interested in picking up the broadcasting rights to the A-League. What do you guys think about that? Who's the other one? Sports Flick. Look, I'll be honest. I don't no, know. No, one. I heard about Sports Flick. Who, Stan Sports. Stan. Yeah, I heard, so Stan Stan. I heard Stan were leading the race too, which was which would be... Uh, I don't know if it'll be all right or not. I don't have Stan. I think I do somehow. No, I literally got rid of my account, Scott, so don't log in with my account details. (laughs) No, I I had it in the box and got it in the box, so. Um, But yeah, I think no matter where it goes, I'll I'll pick it up because that's just I'll need it. But hopefully the coverage is better because this season has been pretty bad. Well, look, I'm not sure who Sports Flick are. I don't know if you two are aware of who they are. It's a new, it's something new that's. Only started a few years ago, something. It's a, like a Sydney-based company from memory. Where and um, a Sydney-based company, Sydney. Yeah, and they got, um, I think, the UCL finals. They got K-League. they got Champions League coming too. Yeah, they've bought the rights of Champions League. I'm pretty sure. Oh, okay, well then they might be a good arm to get it. So they've bought it. So they've got it instead. I'm of not 100 percent sure if they own it already or they're gonna buy it. But that, it's pretty shit because I'm I've got Optus, so I'm a bit annoyed about that. Yeah, but that's the game. That is the thing, though. It's going to all go to the bidder, and I think... I'd be happy if they bought it, but I want something that buys, like, the lot. Like, buy the Premier League as well, because I don't want to be bumped. You're not going to... You're probably going to find that you're going to less and less get that. You're going to yeah, get... It's all you have place. To, different competitions. You're going to have different providers. No, I'll just have to find my streaming platform. We'll be good. Mm. <laughs> I think that's the uh, evolution of the game next, in getting the best value for money for all leagues. I think it was $100 a year for a membership. I've already looked into it, and twenty bucks a month or something weird along those lines. But yeah, that's not bad. Stands about, I think it's about the same price point as Netflix. So it's also but it's, not it's too an extra. Much. I think ten bucks a month for Stan Sport on top of the of your whatever. Okay, package. Oh, is it? Oh, yeah. so it's not part of the pack. No, oh. you got to pay more. Um, and at the moment, Stan Sport's only got rugby. I think. Yeah, 
and I don't watch rugby. So for me, I'd probably rather go the sports league route because it'd have other football. If, yeah, if it had, and it does have like like some like weird like like Eastern European rugby league on there. So yeah, if you need your fill, um, yeah, it's going to be interesting. I really hope that it is something that's affordable. But if you put in perspective how expensive KO or Foxtel currently is to watch the A League, minimum. Um, KO is 25 bucks a month. But the positive with KO is you get, you get all the other sports. You get the basketball, you get the AFL. Oh, you get, that's that's the, the thing though. If they're charging 100 bucks a year, that's a lot cheaper than KO. Hmm. So you're looking about 300 bucks. Yeah. Yeah, so it's going to be interesting and hopefully the game wins out by getting a really big like, cash injection into the sport because yeah. how good that would be for everyone. That's what we need. Is We need the best value for the rights moving yeah. forward to help develop the game. Especially and, if they want to help. fix that VAR camera out. Oh. What VAR camera? I don't know. I'll ask Barisha later. Dude, it's just freaking <laughs> Archie with a freaking handheld cat, like DV <laughs> camera from 2004. Well, considering we started talking about the game, let's get into the yeah. game. On Saturday, 7th of March, Western United took on Western Sydney Wanderers for the first time this season in front of 2,142 people. There were five yellow cards, one goal, and a premature celebration. West Sydney Wanderers coach did not make the trip due to feeling unwell, and Rangers legend was at the helm of the opposition. What are you? You're a big fan of the the Rangers legend. I am, and the 55. Oh, he also played for Celtic. He's one of the few players to have played for both. But Kenny Miller, yeah, actually took over. I think he would an, bring some good experience that Western Sydney Wanderers could use. It's the nicest thing I've ever seen you say about a Celtic player. I'm looking forward <laughs> to them giving Rangers a guard of honour in two weeks, but. <laughs> It's not about, you know, other football today. It's about the A-League. And um, look, I thought, look, we, we called it last week. We thought Jiro would probably be the one to replace Uzcock in the back line. back line. And I think you were the one who called Skatardis probably getting the start up last week. And that's precisely what happened. Um, I, I, really think, wanted Ick, I, I really wanted Iker in that centre mid position, but here we are. I think. This game exposed how a couple of key injuries shows us how little depth we have underneath yeah. in our side. Um, I also think, like I said, going back to the earlier, we're a bit fatigued from last week's game going into it. That Not physically, it's the mental fatigue Rudan talked about with this on the boat. Mm. When we had that trip a couple of weeks ago, he talked about how like having big games like that, you can be mentally fatigued, and that's the hardest thing the next week, is lifting you back up for that. Mm. Um, and that's the biggest battle, and I think that showed a bit in our performance. You know, I thought we were good, but not at that level we've been at the last no. few weeks. I think the injuries hurt us because yeah. on top of the two, of Uzcock and Sanchez sitting out, we also have Risden injured, Pasquale, who probably w- this would have been his time to shine. Do you Th- think Scott? this would have been a fantastic? I think he normally plays. He's normally a starter. I think, which will be interesting to see how it goes when he comes back in. Mm. But um, yeah, I, I think the opposite. I think it was the coach's choice that really hurt us. Choosing Jerry that. Hasn't got much senior game time f- this year at all. I don't even know if he's played. He might have played he's come had up a from a subs. bench once. He's had a few subs. But um, well, I think that was a poor choice. I would have rather see Voigt uh, down the back and then Calvert move more up. Someone that can handle it a bit better. We actually spoke about that last week as well. Mm. But like a few, the so, other options would so, have made sense. So, you know, I would have rather see Calvert in that position and Voigt at the back rather than seeing Jerry in. And uh, Geronte... He's been pretty solid for us for a long period of time, but I, I think he might be starting to get a bit too old. That's I think Jura's passed, and that's it's really sad to say that. And but you know, for me, Hamill's if he's available, why is he not getting a crack? 
you know he can do the job. The thing I'll say about you know Hero, he's got though, the fitness. He he wasn't poor, but he wasn't great either. Yeah, it, it was probably he got okay. out muscle way too easy by Duke. That Duke was, can out muscle most people in the league, though. I think Hamill's more of a stockier build, which yeah. might have helped a lot. It might have the thing. I think Duke can out muscle most players. Probably outside of Uscock, he probably would be. Yeah, we would have been hard pressed. It would have been a good day to have Ursum Goulam back. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, Goulam probably would have shanked him if he had to try any of that shit like he did on Duzel. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm. Exactly. You know, <laughs> he, would, he would have probably snapped his leg or something. Yeah, yeah this is one of those spots. I, personally, I don't know what the go is. I don't know if there's an issue with Hamill and why he's not getting game. But well, I think maybe he just thought, well, Dura had been in the squad prior to this, whereas Hamill had had a couple of weeks. I think he thought maybe Dura was probably the more match fit, yeah. ready to go. Dura's his boy. I don't think much would change that. And there probably is a bit of that too, but I think it was probably a bit came down to who was probably the more match fit, ready to go. And experienced Dura's a, a veteran. Like that's the thing. That's the thing. He's gotten the 400. Yeah. I wouldn't have picked it personally. But what I was a bit more confused by was Rudan giving the birthday boy a go. Skatardis, happy birthday, man. It, happy 21st. It, I don't even think he played. It, well, he wasn't even on the bench last week. Skatardis. Mm. He was a couple of weeks before. He's had at least one other appearance this season, and it was like the and last I, 10. I think, that, I think the birthday might have been more of the reason why he got the game. Because yeah, it's, it's like, um, you know, he has a tradition of starting birthday boys, Pierre, a few weeks ago. Pierre, I understand. I, I get it too. I'm, I'm not taking Bryce, him to deserve his spot. Bryce. I'm just saying that... Um, Actually, I might give him a vote this week. <laughs> I'm not, not disagreeing with that. I'm just saying he doesn't <laughs> yeah, have yeah, no. playing the birthday boy. Yeah. yeah, which is a bit sad. And I think across the board, like you said, we're deflated. Diamante wasn't as electric as, as the past. He wasn't like as happy or G'd up as he has been previously. Yeah. I was a little bit... It was a bit sad. Like, like Him and Nick, they were doing what they do, just they were a touch slower or a touch off doing it at the level they normally do it at. They were still doing the same things. It just didn't have that same fizz, that same Zazz. burst behind it. Yeah. yeah it, you know what I mean? You saw like Ica taking on people three and four at a time. And that beautiful shot of goal. Did you see a shot of goal? Um, maybe. Yeah, it missed. It bloody missed. And it was heartbreaking because it, it was yeah. another beautiful you shot know, from outside the box. I think, you know, in a week was a bit more... You know, mental fatigue, like less mental fatigue and a bit more physically ready to go. Like that, those would have gone in. There was, was a that- lot of terrible passing on our behalf. Yeah. I noticed there was a lot of sky balls, a lot of sky shots, a lot of crosses and- that didn't even go near the other player. And that, that goes to that whole fatigue and... Diamante passed multiple times to Dylan Pieris, who was nowhere near it. Mm. Like that, sorry, not to name names here, but I just did. Like that was... Yeah, there was just so many terrible um, passes. Payne, he, he was doing his best, but he just didn't have that burst of speed that he normally has. Uh, there was a couple of times between him and P- Pierre, well, so well, Paris, they were always on the on the run. They didn't really have that real, like... I'll tell you we, what, we, we talked I must say, it. every time I see Payne with the ball, uh, it's probably between him and Diamante, they're the two times I actually think, you know, we might get a goal here. Yeah. The only thing I'd say about Payne, though, is when we noticed this on the TV yesterday, he kept doing the same thing. Over and over again He'd get the ball He'd run He'd stop And then he'd run Forward again Yeah He needed to just mix it up A little bit To put a bit of doubt In their minds Not He, he, not, d- he doesn't really change His style No no It's the exact same run no. And like I love Payne I think he's like Punching above his ability Every week He's doing great He's got some good goals And I wouldn't replace races. him On that side of the wing at all He's got that spot He's been saying, now, so. He just needs to mix it up A little bit Like he could have done Like a cutback Or a 
I don't think that's quite in his ability, to be honest. But that's the thing. But, I, but it makes you think it's not about being successful on that turn. Mm. It's about the idea that they don't know if he's going to do that stop, start, run, or if he's going to cut in. It puts the defender in two minds. Mm. And then you can then do it. He's caught the Even put him on the other wing. I know it's not his preferred foot or anything, but um, that, that, that defender wouldn't have planned to cop pain on his... On on his side, so mm. maybe mix it up a bit like that way, like because if you know, obviously they would have studied Payne and his style of play and how he plays for that position. That, that one, but move, you swap that around that the other move. side. Yeah, you never know. That guy, that guy would probably have no idea how to play because he's too busy focusing on you know whoever he was supposed to be playing on. Yeah, it's this is a bit of a mix up. Like if it's not working well, it's just it, we, we just seem like we were just off timing to this like during this game to me and. I'm glad it's happening now, not later down the line. But what really concerns me is this this next six days because we're playing Sydney on Wednesday night. We've got Brisbane on Sunday. Well, Will we have the depth to cover this? Well, actually, go before we go into that depth, why don't you talk about uh, the turning point of the game? Well, the big turning point in the game, as you coined it, Kelsey, was when Curto went down and took, uh, took a knee from Calver when Calver was in a tackle with, I think it was a beanie. And he inherently, Curto didn't pass the concussion test. So, so then Ryan Scott had to come on. Um, and I think with the concussion test, he's probably going to be out for the week. Yeah. He'll miss definitely miss the Sydney game. Yeah, and there's a good chance he'll probably miss it. Because I believe they're adopting the new protocols of the 10 days too, potentially. I, I don't know. Who, was it maybe you that told me? that mate, It wasn't that he failed the concussion test. They were worried because he was concussed earlier within the season. No, that wasn't me. Okay, uh, that's that was the rumor. Apparently, he was. He didn't. It's not that he failed oh, the concussion he test. It. He he copped a concussion uh, a few weeks or a month or so back. They were worried that that you know it might be too close together. Take him off. Let's have give him a bit of a. His side of it. Sorry to cut you off. The side of his right side of his head was really swollen, yeah. and he did cop an elbow to the face during the victory game. So that could be it. Yeah, that that, that two uh, head must knocks been. pretty close, and that's why they they weren't going to take the risk with him. Well, I still feel he. But he won't play this week, definitely. Uh, this against Sydney. No, I, look, he he'll be touch and go for Brisbane. I won't be surprised though if he misses Brisbane as well. Yeah, which really concerns me. We'll get into that further. Scott made a number of crucial saves, and I'm not saying he's on par with Curto, and I, you'd never really expect your number two to be on par. Dalianov would have been. Dalianov would have been amazing. We all would have loved Dalianov as our number two, but obviously he's on to bigger and better things. He managed throughout the game. I think he did. Look, I thought he was excellent. Look, the only thing I will say is I noticed his eyes were a little bit black. I'm wondering if he had a, maybe a bit of a big night the night before, <laughs> not expecting any actual game time. Um, but no, I thought he was excellent. Even... Look, we'll talk about the second half when it comes. I, I just thought he was very solid. Um, even the goal that happened in the second half, not his fault. Nothing he could have done no. about that. He actually done some fantastic saves, which is, yeah. Um, I, I see Ryan Scott coming on. I get, I get a bit worried, but he's he's eased that a bit for me. Like mm. just seeing some of it because they could have easily put a few more past us. Exactly. But, you know, Scott Scott stepped up and he done, he done quite fantastic. Actually. What impressed me was even if they were coming off his hands like. Like he didn't quite come the first time. He's getting the rebound off his own hand, off his own hands, and that was very quick. His reflexes were very quick on to get doing it. Mm. Um, so I thought he was good, um, very solid. Yeah, I I just wanted to give him some praise because it would be very easy to lump on your number two keeper in this situation. And, and I think he, he I think he does listen to the pod too. So shout out Ryan Scott. Yep, um, you're getting a lot of votes this week, big fella. <laughs> yeah, so, spoiler alert. 
So just going up to half time, is there anything else you guys want to cover from the first half? No, just that we we looked good, but we didn't look at our level. Yeah, it definitely didn't feel the right vibe. We had a few good minutes, but after Curdo went down, I felt we lost some steam. It, it sapped a bit of energy out of the... At least on the TV, that's how it looked. I don't know how it felt in the stadium for you. Was like no, we are busy doing our own thing. <laughs> um, so, yeah, the scores were nil at, at half time. Um, much managed to get the ball off Skatars, which led to the goal at the 57-minute mark. Do you think it would have mattered who was in goals for this? No. So, yeah, that was a, it was a good goal. Skatars dropped the ball. But here's the thing, though. Why was Skatars the only one left on the line? That, that was what got me. This is the point I made to you yesterday while we were watching it. Why was Skatardis the last person in defence? That didn't make any sense to me. Because well, Amai, um, Calver were deep, Durante was deep. Durant, like One of the key defenders should have been the one back. Yeah, and Normally again, that's Durante's ready to, ready to go, but I, I think it was, it was just off pace. Um, and the other thing I'll say is it shows yet again why your first touch is the most important touch in football because he, took a, he had a poor first touch. He had an even poorer second touch trying to pass it back and put left poor Ryan Scott exposed. Yeah, and, yeah. Um, you know, and it's easy to sit there and be like, not his fault at all. Um, and, you know, Skatala's made a mistake. Everyone makes mistakes. It was just a poor error. The one thing I, I will add, like, Diamante was, I don't know what his go was this week. He was, he took so many pot shots at goal. Just wild cracks, first touches, went nowhere near. That was so disappointing to see from someone like Diamante. Because yeah. he's one of the players that you know can take to the ground and make a better play than just taking a wild, pointless crack at mm. goal. No, you know, Knowing that the chances of hitting is probably about 10%. I think he was frustrated because that, that four at the back they had were freaking solid. And at times it wasn't four at the back. like They were getting numbers in the box quick. And I think this also showed the lack of pace we had. Was we were moving the ball so slowly getting up there that they were just getting the numbers in the box, like at times it was like a, like a market on a Saturday morning. Yeah, we were building play for too long. You cannot catch someone off uh, like off guard. There's quite you're... a few runs, but we had. Oh, we had we had so many mm. runs. We were so unlucky not to score, but we were spending more time trying to get our players up there. It was like moving an old steam engine or some shit. Yeah. You know, like, what I mean? normally we had those two or three players who were bursting forward, mm. and you just couldn't. Um, we just didn't have that with it, like. It, I thought it was a good uh, show to state of mind. Bess was having to come back a lot to try and bring everyone forward. To be honest. To be uh, let's talk about Bess. On the TV, he was fantastic. Like yeah. His ability to come back, he was doing a lot of one-twos with players, trying to bring it in the game. He was trying to open up pockets of space for other players. Now thinking about it, I do remember him seeing a couple of times. He was at, completely out of position. But he but had he to because he, he weren't yeah. getting forward. Like, yeah, yeah, he was really... And he I think was, that's because I was down this yeah. you know, a certain end when uh, Wanderers were attacking this... The active end, which is why I saw Bess a bit, but he did quite well. His gut running up. was fantastic in this game. Yeah. And and those touches, he I don't think he had a really bad touch in at all, really. The worst thing was probably the header that like hit like went over the bar. But he was involving other players. He was getting them up to try mm. and like, like he was trying to open Western Sydney Wanderers up and that unlocking of that defensive like Setup they had, which was excellent, by the way. No way am I saying they'll park in the bus. They were just set up so well and so organised. There was, I think, I think I remember one moment. I can't, don't know when it was, but I think it was. I think Payne or Diamante did a, did one of the yeah, usual crosses, and it was completely another lop one over over the top. Mm. Bess actually um, outrun. I don't know whoever he's on, but he actually outrun him. He made it. He looked quite very quick. 
Because he has that surprising because I thought he's quite old and things like that. But he was very quick. He outrun him. He got the ball. And I don't know what happened with that. Obviously, not much. But the last few games, Bess has been like really good. This is he's engaged. He's happy to be there. He's enjoying what he's doing. For me, I think this is some of the best football he, he's played them better than last season, it's to be like honest. He said, it's it's one, good to have him back. Yeah. It's like I said, once he got that goal, the confidence would come. He just needed that confidence. Two braces will do that to you for you, man. Two, well, he's scored, what, five in four now? Yeah. Still good. He's not far, he's not far from the golden boot. <laughs> it's a pretty mixed bag golden boot, though. I think, yeah, if he can, if he can keep it up. He'd be right up there again. Dude, after Light Lake City's game on Saturday, man, half of them are in the Golden <laughs> Boot. <Bridge. laughs> we can't all play victory, all right, every week. Well, the first thing I said when um, it was 6-0 was, how many did McLaren score? And was glad he only scored the one. We missed a pen. Like, they could have got, like, it could have been a lot more. Uh, probably one of the highlights for me was seeing Duzel get some game time that we were very reinvigorated. He took a really big knock and went down. That was a pretty big knock, but he has some great ball handling. I would have really liked to have seen more subs come on. I wanted to see Marinovic. He would have been, I think, would have been great for us today. Is it, is it Milanovic or Milanovic? Milanovic, yeah. Milanovic, yeah. yeah. He's, I haven't got it, it written down. I'm just going off but, the dome. Yeah, the issue with him is he's a striker. That means you've got to take Bess off. Well, we ended up doing that for Shepard. Is Shepard a striker as well? Yeah. So we took Bess off for Shepard. I called it. So, do you know what? This is the club's fault. We could have had Stammer there. Oh, not. Oh, geez. Not Stammer. Um, I'll tell you what a highlight for me. Giselle, going back to Giselle, he was good. Once he gets some more muscle on his body, because obviously he's still young, mm. and that, he's going to be good. He's going to be able to hold players off. How old is he? I'm pretty sure he's like 19. Is that old? Yeah, he's, he's, he's one of our youth academy people, man. Like. You know, I, when I like, thought we, yeah, I, rem- I think I remember getting him. I think you, the club you bought, were said, up on him when we signed him. The club said he was one of Scott's original one watch, boys. I'll tell you two standouts for me was when Pierres took on the Western Sydney player when he was getting held. Yeah, that was good. Like he really kept going, and he didn't complain for the yellow card or the card or the foul. Mm. He kept going, and that's what you want to see. Pete. Play until the whistle comes. Yeah, don't anticipate the whistle. And when Ica took on like four or five players, and with that shot, yeah, yeah, that was a beautiful play. Uh, DP's shot that didn't go in, which led to the premature celebration, Scotty. What was it like game day? Tell us, can you run us through that? Oh, the goal celebrations. Oh, well, what, what happened is, yeah, we saw the, saw the shot go past and to us, it looked like it went in. It was that close and the ball looked like it bounced, bounced sort of was bouncing inside against the net. Then, um, yeah, we, 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 a few of us quite hesitated a bit. We're like, oh, is that a goal? Is it not a goal? Then we, you know, then on the screen, it popped up with Hamill. It said Hamill, Hamill, and then it started playing the goal tunes. Now, I, I didn't click about Hamill not playing. I was just, I thought we scored. <laughs> I was going wild. So, you know, we're all jumping. We thought it was a certain da, goal da, because, da. yeah, well, they're playing the goal tune. So we thought we're going. And now, just after we, you know, the shot was taken, I did see Georgeski turn to us and do the whole, no, no, don't, don't. I just thought it was Georgeski. He's playing on the one side. He's just giving us a bit. He was actually trying to help us out. Good <laughs> on Georgeski. Well, props to Georgeski for doing that. That's an honourable man. I, I, I think say. he wants to change the colour from red to green. We should give him a green card this week. Just like, come aboard, bro. You're welcome. We should give him a green jersey. Yeah. Oh, well <laughs> yeah. played, sir. When Ruzo's out, we, we've got a replacement right there. <laughs> well, the thing is, on TV, until the commentators told us and they showed the replay, we actually thought it was a goal too. Yeah, we were celebrating. The, the, the old girls were looking at us like we were like, 
was yeah. stupid. So, so in fairness, your wife was like, it's not a goal, guys. It's not a goal. Yeah, it does. But it then, does. yeah, it looked awkward hearing you guys all chanting and singing for a good part after play had Look, started. We, we are just always having fun. That's all that, That's Active all we have. time. Even if we're losing, we're having fun. So in the, like, probably the last, what, was it five to eight minutes, tension rose. It finally looked like we had a bit of, like, gusto in it the way we were playing, that we're getting a bit more... We, like we, we had another gear. Yeah, exactly. And that was happening really well. We started to get more control of play. Tomoki and I was getting real deep and really trying. Had a few shots of goal or threw a few like... Um, and was actually really good. Um, look, he's not in my vote, but he's probably who I would have had his fourth. And it, yeah. not by like... A, it wasn't like daylight in their fourth. It was like he was just there. It's just I made a different decision. Calvo was in this, doing the same thing on the opposite side of the, the ground because I think we really lacked in the mid today. I was really surprised when Lestica came off. Yeah, that was a bizarre choice. Who, who did he come off for? It was for Duzel. Yeah, Duzel came off for um, Lestica and Shepard came on for Berisha, which makes no sense to me. And um, Yeah, I would have liked to see Milanovic. Did he come on the 89th minute? Both of them yeah, did, see, yeah. Every time, every time Milanovic has played, he, he's actually looked very good for he us. And I, I really want to see more of him. That's what, this is what I'm saying. I would have rather him, again... He should have come on the, the you know about five minutes after we conceded, because that you know obviously it's not working for Bess. It was time to give a bit of a change, and you know it wasn't working for us. We should have done that change a lot earlier and given a bit more of a crack at that. And Speaking see if we can of the sub, it. that was the moment where Bess come off quite angry about the uh, potential penalty. What did you guys think, penalty or that? not? No, did not see it. Sorry, uh, I've, I've heard it was it was a hundred percent of a penalty. You win some, you lose some. I've seen it paid. I've seen it not paid. But yeah. That, yeah, that's that's the thing. It just shouldn't happen because that's the whole point of VAR is is because it's supposed to be one hundred percent or at least ninety nine percent. Not. But they didn't 50%. even bother intervening. Mm. Like Bess even told the guy to come check out the monitor with him. Like yeah, I think the guy actually went over and checked he did. it too. It was good. It's a hilarious. I still didn't call it. I've yeah. noticed a VAR thing, and it's not just in the A leagues around the world. They're more willing to not give a goal than to do one. something that could lead to a goal. Mm. But that's a stupid thing because. The, the more goals the better the more goals the better the football like I saw a deliberate handball on the weekend where it hit a player on the forearm not paid for it as a potential penalty <sighs> you're looking at me now aren't you no no no, no. <laughs> but then when there was something that could have led to a red card and a penalty they were willing to reverse that now that in one case it was a correct decision VARing it not giving the penalty and rescinding the red card mm. and now they're on a clear handball see what I mean they're more willing to do something that could stop a goal than could lead to a goal yeah. I've just noticed that around the world I was really disappointed by that because I think we, we I would have liked to have gotten it, but it is what it is. We could have played better for the last 20 minutes as opposed to the last 10. That's right. We, we, we didn't raise our levels to the required standard earlier. But yeah, I was, I, does anyone else have any comments for the rest of the game? I just game? want to talk about Connor Payne going down the last couple of minutes. I reckon he might be out this week as well. He looked pretty bad when he went down. His leg looked jacked. Mm. I think it was a hammy or something. Uh, might, might have even been a groin potentially. Because on that same note, Ica was grabbing his growing. I was going to say, I'm worried game. about Ica and potentially a hamstring too, because he was holding up deep on that hamstring towards the uh, glute muscles. Yeah. Or the ass for those who don't know what the glute muscles are. Yeah. Um, he could potentially be out with tightness. Yeah. So I reckon this week's going to be a real rough one. Uh, on that note, we won't be releasing a pod on Thursday this week. We will go back to probably a similar kind of pattern next week. We just thought we'd drop this one a little bit early due to the extra games. Yeah, we'll probably be reviewing the two games next pod. Yeah, so just a little heads up, but I just want to bring that up. So that was a worry. Do you think Sanchez and Uzcock would have made a big impact to this game? 
Yes. Yeah, they are good players. Yeah, so I think Sanchez is probably going to be our BOG of this season. We need honest. him in that central midfield role. We, we he just op- he gives us avenues. He's a he wins big games for us. And, we'll give um, one highlight to, to Parias. He's non-stop running throughout the game. Like he was at. He was one of our biggest cracks at getting, you know, somehow scoring a goal, I reckon. This is the way you were just bursting out there. He is, but as I said last week, he just doesn't have that 90 minutes to do that same level for 90 minutes. I'd love, we were saying yesterday, I'd love when Risen's back for him to get that 30 to 40 minutes. Impact. Yeah, Impact. see, I, I, thought, I thought he was quite, quite good the whole game. He's I'd, excellent. It's just at the moment, for, he's probably a year or two off being able to do it for full 90 minutes at that mm. insane pace. Like, look at like Risden. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, I, I think Rizdo. No, I didn't. Of, I didn't see Price stop at all. So uh, I, I'm not saying he stopped. And there's no no slight, no negativity on him as his performance. He played excellent. It's just he's and it's no uh, nothing more than he's just a year or two off of it. It's just development. Yeah. Imagine if he come on in the 60 minute mark, you would have been like, we're getting goals. Yeah, but mm-hmm. I was happy he starts because he he's well going off yesterday. To me, it was one of the only chances we had of getting a goal. We had a couple of good shots on goal. Like Ica's one. Diamante was, wasn't going to do much. Ica was yesterday. good. Yeah, Payne, Payne put a bit of pressure on the attack, the defence, sorry. Ica was, yeah, Ica was Ica. But yeah, Pieris's runs, he, he, took def- he took defenders away. He, he scared the shit out of defenders with his pace quite a fair bit. Because yeah. here's the thing, because when we get Risden back, you put him on for that 34 minutes, you can either replace him for Bess or you can replace him for Risden. I, I, I would be very annoyed if, Pariah's got gets dropped. I want to see him and Riston both there. But that'd give us a tactical. I would rather advantage. drop anyone else. But that's a tactical advantage then, because while they're still, fr- he can expose. Like we said, and for the future his- of the club, you get rid of if you start putting Pariah's on the bench. You know what's going to happen? It, He's going to walk. It's, it's a development thing. Mm. He'll start some, he, but he knows he can go like- elsewhere and get a game if you start dropping him. Just it's like not, Cav, it's not just technically like- dropping him though. He'd be getting consistent mm. game time. Impa- like, but players want to start. Yeah, they but don't winners want to be benches. all play their role. Yeah. And none of them have ego. You check your ego at the locker to do what's best. I just reckon that. Strategy. Yeah. Do you guys want to get into player of the week? Yeah, all right. Got, who are your three two ones? Uh, three goes to, you guys convinced me because I don't remember much, but it has to get Ryan Scott. I do remember him doing some fantastic saves that I didn't think he was capable of. And, you know, he, he probably saved a bit, a two or three goal game so three to three to scott yeah me two votes oh shit i had this before me two votes i think was gonna go to cav oh <laughs> I, sh- I should it was either that or that. two votes to parias as i was just finished saying to me he was one of the only times we had a chance at scoring his pace you know scared the shit out of the defenders he didn't didn't stop running and he, he really pushed and I didn't see too many wild cracks like Buddy Diamante and everyone else that was putting them all over the place. And me one vote, oh, me one vote was going to go to Calver. I thought there was, I'm pretty sure there was a few times that they could have really opened up on us mm. and Calver stood in and got in the road and did a couple of, you know, great defence work and really stopped a few goals going through, so. Yeah, great. Calver had a great game. Yeah, Calver, there was, that's what I mean, it wasn't no... It was just that everyone couldn't get to that extra level this week, I think. Yeah. Mm, so no one was, besides poor Skatardis, no one was really poor. So because Leb and Jay aren't here, I'll read out theirs. So Leb had uh, Scott as the uh, three votes. Yep. He had Tomoki as his 
uh, two and he had pain as his one. Uh, Jay was similar. Well, so in fact, actually identical. Yeah. Uh, who were your votes? This I week? got three to best. I, I really love the way he was playing, the, the way he was engaging other players. I'm really enjoying seeing him trace back and actually try to get involved with more parts of the game, which we hadn't seen before. He wasn't running, doing as much running. He was only ever trying to run forward to get the goal. Yeah. We were playing pass to best to get goal, whereas you pass to best, he's like, oh, I can have a goal at this, or I can pass to someone who's in a better position, which I think is an evolution of his mentality in the game. And he was very passionate throughout the game, and which was seen when he came off. My two go to Ryan Scott for being put in the deep end, because it'd be very hard being a number two keeper. And yeah, he had some great saves. He did some good work. Uh, my one point goes to Ica because I think he's been phenomenal this season and some of our best play came through him because I don't think Diamante had a great game. Yeah. Yeah. Well, funnily enough, we had the same three just in a different order. I think it shows the difference between like you have Jay and Leb and you who are all very sign of similar being at the game live. Mm. Ours are very similar having watched it on television. Yeah. And I think it shows the difference. Yeah. In it, but I had uh, Iker as my three, oh. just because I thought he took a lot of the he took the game on it quite a lot, quite a lot, and kept trying to just do something. He couldn't quite do it to the level he does, but he just kept trying to do something. Mm. And I think that's important in a game like that. Yeah. Uh, Bess I had as my two, like you said, it's that bringing everyone into the game. He's trying to, it's not just running forward trying to get on the goal. You know, he's also not getting off sides again. He's he's really trying to do the team thing. And I noticed in that game, he was trying to find avenues for who's in the best position to score, not I'm responsible for being the only goal scorer. Mm. And I had Scott as the one. I just think getting thrown in the deep end, goal wasn't his fault, made some good saves. I suspect he might have had a big night the night before. His eyes looked like it. Or maybe he just didn't get some sleep. You know, but I think he did very well considering what he was thrown into. Yep. Well, on that note, this week, uh, Ryan Scott takes 12 points. Bessar Parisha takes five. Ica takes four, Tomoki Yamai takes four, Connor Payne two, same of DP, and one for Kelver. I think that just shows, you know, there was some good across the board. So far for the year, we have 35 points to Tomoki Yamai, 30 to Dia, 27 to Ica, 26 to DP, and 25 for Curdo. Sanchez is com- currently coming sixth on 23. Look at that low. He'll be coming soon, I think. Look, do I think Amai will end up winning it? Probably not. I think Sanchez or Ica, to be honest, the way they're playing. Yeah, that's where I'm thinking too. Oh dear, if he starts to really come back into it. Yeah, exactly. I think he can get a lot of three votes just like that. Yeah. Like you could, you could win. Any of those people in the top six could have a big week and get 15 points and be in the lead. Yeah, exactly. On Wednesday, the 10th of the 3rd, we take on 5th place Sydney FC, who are on a two-game winning spree. The, this game's at Jubilee Stadium. This is hot off the back of our loss to Western New Wanderers. How do you think we'll go on the road, and how do you think we will line up? We need to win this one now that we lost to Wanderers, I reckon. Losing to Wanderers is, is a bit bad. We, sh- we, we should have beaten it. Now we can't lose this one. 100%. We need to play finals and we need to get a good position for finals. I, I feel this is a critical one to win, but I, I'm getting a feeling of a draw. Draw. We, we won't have Kurdo, so... Kurdo? Kurdo will be out. Ika may be out with injury. Yeah. Potentially pain. Pain. That brings us to Rizdin. Pain, ra- pain jogged it off. Pain ran... No, he laid on the ground for the rest of the game until the, the broadcast ended, pretty much. Oh, at the end? Yeah. Yeah, when he got his knock, I thought he I thought he was gone, but he he continued on the game. I think he's done damage by doing it. 
Payne's, Payne's a he's just a playable player. He'll play. It's just one of those grey areas we have at this tone this time. Look, uh, I reckon Oscock and Sanchez are coming straight back into that lineup. Um, I can 100%. tell you now, Skatardis is getting dropped. Oh my god, I hope he gets dropped completely. I won't be surprised if there's a bit of rotation given that we have the game Wednesday and then the game Sunday. Won't be massive rotation. There'll be a little bit of tweaking here and there. Look, I, I, I wouldn't be against um, Best taking a, a step down for a moment. He's an older player. Who he might, the, might need, he might need a, a bit of breath. I know, I know it's a crucial match. So let's say it's Mil- Wednesday. Who we have? Milanovic. No, just wanted to check who. Oh, oh, from what I've seen with him, he's a young, he's a young striker. He's always on the moves. He's he's always pushing. He's got a bit of pace behind him. I would really would would like to see more of him because every time I do see him, I I, I don't hate. Yep. I, lo- mm. I love his style. So no. I would I wouldn't mind a half and halves best than someone else. Yeah, yeah. Like I, I do think best could use a nah, bit of a break. Yeah, you've got to give him a bit of a break. Or play best, but but drop him in the 60th minute. That's drop what him I'm saying. Early. Half a, One way or the other, like he either starts and comes off at 60 or comes on at I like would like to see him minutes. come on to see what damage he can do in the last... With fresh legs. Because that, like today, we, we, we seem to be a very late attacking team. Like against... It might be because, you know, we're not quite winning, but that last 10 minutes, we can really dominate play. We've done it against Victory. We've done it against Wanderers. Just, could you imagine putting a fresh base on for that last 10 minutes? In, uh, well, it's like my theory of putting yeah. on Parias. But you know, he needs a break. Yeah, he does. Oh, I agree. Oh, we agree. And yeah. this would be perfect for him to have a break, come on for the last 10 minutes, and when we're pushing at that crucial time, who better to have fresh, fre- you know, fresher legs than, than Bess? Oh, that's, oh, I agree. Because that, if we're pushing that hard... He he's he's constantly in that box, and that'll be the perfect moment for him. I if mean, you're a fresh best getting on the headers is not a bad thing, in my opinion. That should be the way to give him a break. You know, we go with something like that and give Bess a bit of a rest and put him on for the last ten minutes to you know still keep him active, keep him in in the game. Because yeah, you don't want him getting cold. Yeah, and you know, you get, he might get a goal, goal or, or whatever. But yeah. yeah, I would like to see a change, but I don't think I will because Rudin's pretty dead set yeah. on the same thing every. No matter what, so I think it's very crucial that we rotate this this Wednesday game as opposed to the Sunday because of the short time frame. Yeah, I, think I can't see it happening too much. I think Rudin likes like likes his boys. Just fatigue, mm. uh, like otherwise they like we'll have to make all five subs like yeah. at the 60th minute. Otherwise, and that's not. I don't think putting a whole six like our five subs in at once is. Yeah, it could work if it's planned that way. I'm not sure you're allowed to do all five at once. I think you're three. I think you can do three, three maximum oh, what, what, at any one you know block. I mean? like, yeah, you'll be doing it, and then five minutes later, you'll be doing the next two. But, but I would not hate that. Like, it, for instance, you put Wales, Milanovic, and I think it's risky against a team like. But if you practice Sydney. them at, to train just them separately compared mm. to the group, you make the three attack sub together. Like They're a, already ready to go with each other, not the rest of the team. Like DP with each and other. Wales were in that. Yeah, like like how they were. Like, yeah. But that's what you can you can train and get ready get ready to mm. do in the sixty minute and throw that three throw the change at Sydney that might put Sydney off a bit. My big concern is no Curto. Yeah, I'm, and uh, Bobo's I, returned. I've got a bit more confidence after after this week with Scott. Like, he, oh, he's not bad. I I was always worried whenever Scott I see Scott play, but he actually you mean the one time he won before. me over a lot to, on the over the yeah, game. Same. So look, I'm concerned though. Just having like you said, Bobo back that. Is a bit of experience against a very inexperienced. Well, if Jerry did his job and just start taking people players out by the knees, we wouldn't have no issue. 
One job, Jerry. We we all had you pegged for the first guy to get a red card. The straight t- red. Straight red, yeah. He can still do it. It's still, still tied. <laughs> well, Uscock didn't even deserve his red. Oh. I thought they appealed that. Uh, what areas of our game do you think we need to focus on for this one? The build-up. That was the big thing build this up week. Build-up play, yeah. They were able to get the numbers behind the ball. And slash transitioning between... like. Getting ourselves forward ahead of time, not wa- like not waiting for plays to get there. Like it's that fine balance between not running yourself offside, but knowing when to make the run. Exactly. I think with a bit more mental freshness, you know, coming off that fatigue now in the loss, I think we'll have a bit more sharpness. Could give us a bit more determination as well. Yeah. Uh, what do you think the score will be? I'm going one-one. I think it'll be a two-one, whichever way it goes. I think it's gonna be very. It's gonna be a tough watch. I'm hoping for a win, but I just have a feeling it's got one-one. For the first time ever, I, I don't know whether it's just because I'm down still from yesterday, but I think Sydney. Yeah, I. I, I don't, don't think backing right. Sydney is a bad like. Mm. They're a good they, side. They might. They, I, I, I always generally just back West United because I always get that. Oh, look, ask me again. Game day, and I'll probably change my mind. <laughs> so the next game is on Sunday, the 14th of March, where we take on Brisbane Raw at Amy Park. This will be our third game in seven days. Um, Brisbane are currently coming off a spate of draws and losses, which they'll be eager to get some points. How do you think they'll be? And do you think our squad's going to be deep enough for this week's action? This will be the biggest challenge. We've got too many injuries, too, a few grey areas going into this week's game with the previously mentioned injuries. Uh, I reckon we... I reckon we go light on Sydney and go in hard for Brisbane because we'd have more of a chance. Play a lot more youth. Again, take Bess off or have Bess come on for only for a little bit. I would, like to, see be- I would like to see a completely different change, but it's not going to happen. We know but, that. but that's what I'm saying. I think we go completely different for Sydney and hopefully like wow them with just a bit of variety, but keep our back line what we normally have, which is um, with Uzcock, um, Tomoki and Calva. I think that's pretty solid up the back. I would also like to see a fallback. Oh, for for the back would be great. I have no issue with that. I just want to see something completely different. Like Sydney, currently Sydney going to jump us. At least try something different. Let's let's make the game unknown rather than... I would like to see Wales get some action during this week. Yes, a start. I would like him to get some minutes, Mm. one way or some decent minutes one way or the other. A start, definitely. Um, I would also like... I think we're going to have to roll the dice in one of the games... Like yeah. you said, we're going to have to go in light on one of the games, risking it all, which I think Sydney's the better game to go light in on because you might just get the surprise and exactly. go all in on Brisbane. It's a midweek game. It's not It's not going to be like... There's a- no hate there. Wales starting would be great. Wales, Milanovic. Uh, Voyager, uh, I'd like to get some more minutes because yeah. he like, he's had that one badish game. Who else we got attacking-wise? Uh, Shepard. Oh, he'd be better I off a sub. I wouldn't mind yeah. I'm getting a bit of sub in. Um, I don't think you're going to no, see but him Shepard at all. coming on as a. I think he's, he's. I think he's only MPL. Yeah. yeah, I just. I like. He's in our extended squad. Yeah. As a. Well, yeah, he's probably going to get dropped this week for players coming in yeah. back that? into the squad. Well, Sanchez comes back in the squad. Or Scott comes back in the squad. Who's that, who's, who who get dropped? Sorry? Probably Shepard. Yeah. He'll probably drop off, was, and I won't yeah. be surprised if um Skatardis drops off too, or Giselle. Yeah. Yeah, yep, definitely. Nah, yeah, Skatardis. So it's going to be an interesting week in uh, Western United, kind of things. Hmm. Um, how do you think we're going to go in that game? Brisbane, it, it, it all depends. It's hard to judge because it depends. If we go a bit light against Sydney, we should be good. But if we don't go light with Sydney, probably bad. Yeah. I think if we don't go light in Sydney, we could be looking at two losses here. Yeah, that's. this is why I think we should go light and yeah. give, Take give the, the young fellas a Roll the dice. Have, have a wild card and a win. 
Pot- against Brisbane. Yeah, it's yeah. a wild crack at like we did last year at that Sydney game, or was it the Melbourne City game? Where we just City. rolled a, we rolled the dice. Sure, we didn't win, but but we looked good that game um, and it allowed us fresh for that first final. Pasquale, Pasquale, that was because Stammer played. Pasquale played. Yule played. Stammer. All of the the young players that we wanted to see, or younger players. And for a good 70 minutes, they took the fight to them. I don't think that's a bad thing to risk. And there should have been a penalty shot for because of what Stammer done, remember? <laughs> God, is it? <laughs> um, yeah, so I, I, this is for me, it's too, it's too hard to judge at this point in time, but I'd like the win. Yeah, I'd you like guys, the win. Do you guys want to move on to tipping comp ladder? Oh, I uh, yeah, I forgot to actually do the, That's actually, okay. No, I didn't we, you, we don't, I we're not going to discuss the games because there's yeah. too much games happening at the moment, but Andrew Tran's coming first on 27 points. Um, Sorry. It's not Andrew Tran. His new name is Streamer Man. Streamer Man, the greatest streamer of them all. Um, Smootball89 is second on 23. Mongoose40D is third. Uh, w, hashtag WHCS is fourth on 23. I'm fifth on 22. The Aubrey Kid is also on 22. Same with nut, Nutting Futs. Hey, that's me. Who? That's my name. <laughs> nutting Futs. Is that you? Yeah, Okay. Name. You're tied sixth. With, with, with me, ben. Harris Mania is eighth. Shout out, mate. Amelia is also tied eighth. I'm beating Amelia. Garzi's tenth. Uh, the Joker Baby's tied ten. Rudan is a snake coming nine ten, uh, is coming thirteenth. Soft, mate. ESPN fan five six eight four one coming tied twelfth. Uh, but yeah, don't forget to join the our footy tip. Uh, go to ESPN Footy Tips Western underscore United. Or lowercase, it's a bit fun. Anything for Carter this week, Scott? Um, I reckon Georgievsky deserves a bit of a pat on the back this week. Yeah, I don't have any cards. Yeah, no, no, that, he, that's a green card. Definitely. I think he wants to come to Western United, so... I'll, I'll give a red card to Western United. Or whoever the <laughs> frick is running it down there at Ballarat. Whoever puts Hamill's name that's not even starting up when you score a goal... And we, actually, we didn't even score the goal. You pull Amel's name up. Then you played the, the goal chant afterwards. Like, help us out a bit. We've got no idea what's happening at the other side of the pitch. We're just taking wild cracks when we get up and sing. But you can't confirm that with us by putting Hamill up scoring a goal mm. when he doesn't even play the game. And then um, the goal chant. So whoever, whoever runs that department, red card. Yeah, that, that's well deserved, I think. I have no negative cards this week. I do have a green card mm. for the 55-time Champions Rangers. Finally broke the nine and a half in a row because you don't win titles via Zoom Celtic. You win them on the pitch. Um, I would like to give my green card to my lovely wife for creating a really good spread of food for our game watching last night. We had... Two weeks in a row, actually. Got to yeah. give a props for the two games in a row, actually. Yeah, good good spread of food. Uh, yeah, that's all I really have for that. Um, I'd like to take a moment to talk about our sponsor, Glowpair. Now, Glowpair makes self-watering planters for people of all skill levels. They're made of recycled materials. You can... Put pretty much anything in there. I've been using them for six to seven years. Great product. Highly recommend checking out. For our international listeners, go to www.glowpair.com. Our Australian listeners, go to www.glowpair.com.au and check it out. It's a great product. Great time of year to plant. You can get some winter veggies ready for when it gets really cold. You can do some like cauliflower or something. Um, snow peas are good. You can do like radish. It's a good time of year. I won't waffle on about Glowpair because I easily could. But... Yeah, do you guys have anything else you'd like to talk about before we close off? No. No, I'd like to continue my 55-time celebration. Okay. Uh, don't forget to like and subscribe All Out West podcast on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. If you're on Apple Podcasts, leave leave a comment. We haven't got any, any um, 
comments down the bottom lately. Yeah, we haven't had in a while. E- ever since... um, Three salty versions. So, Actually, yeah, it's since that three salty version bit. So yeah. we need more. Yeah, Even so if it's hate mail. Yeah, give us a little bit of a laugh. Uh, um, yeah. Actually, I do have something I want to say. I hope the team goes well this week. It's going to be a tough week. Hopefully mm. we can dig in and get the required results. Yeah, same. I'd really like that. And if um, Jay and Leb listen to this, we kicked your ass. Go the Blues. <laughs> <laughs> I had to throw that in. They're not here. <laughs> yeah, so all West aren't we, I guess? All West aren't we. All West aren't we. Productions presents Man Getting Hit by Football.